2: Lock him up. Yep, that's what lots of people are saying after what happened in Cleveland last night. And what happened in Cleveland last night, by the way, made it really easy to come up with this. And now it's time for the jerk of the week, starring John Steigerwald. Yeah, how can you not be jerk of the week after you try to bop a quarterback in the head with his own helmet? That's what uh, all of Pittsburgh has seen by now, if it didn't see it last night. Miles Garrett of the Browns swinging the helmet of the Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph at Rudolph's bare head during a brawl at the end of the game. Now, Garrett has already been suspended for at least six games the rest of this season and maybe more. And there hasn't been much protest about that. But maybe six games is too much, even for the Jerk of the Week. Back in 2013, Antonio Smith ripped off Richie Incognito's helmet and smashed him in the face with it. It's radio, so you might have a little trouble seeing this video. But uh, listen to the guys on the Fox panel describing it.
3: We have a little exclusive video here for you. This went on the other night between the Miami Dolphins. And Houston, Texas, they talk about player safety. Richie Incognito and Antonio Smith. Watch what Antonio Smith does here at the end of the play. There's history between these guys. Boom. Oh, Helmet comes off full on. into. Watch it again. Here you go. And the referee is right there and doesn't see it. We'll get Pereira's take on that. Boom.
2: Bam! Wow. Gosh, I'm wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. Smith uh, sm- uh, smashed, uh, and he made a, a big uh, underhanded swing with the helmet and hit him hard, full-on, as they said. He was suspended for one regular season game. Now, if I'm Garrett, uh, I'd be telling the commissioner, Roger Goodell, to check out YouTube and check that video out because Antonio Smith's helmet was much more uh, vicious. The hit with the helmet was much more vicious. So, jerk of the week or not, uh, Garrett... May have a case for leniency here, and let's not forget that he only had Rudolph's helmet in his hand because he was successful in doing what Rudolph wasn't able to do. Rudolph tried to twist off Garrett's helmet first when they were lying on the ground, and when Rudolph had uh, two large Steelers linemen, uh, and when Rudolph and two large Steelers uh, linemen rushed Garrett, Garrett's reaction was to swing the helmet. Dumb but ridiculous to suggest to some have that he should be charged with a crime. Hey, but that doesn't mean he can't be given the award. He is the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week. The
0: Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us. Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs,
2: siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Hey, we come back, we're going to talk about common sense with a guy who has written books about common sense. One of them is Common Sense Nation, Unlocking the Forgotten Power of the American Idea. Another one is Reclaiming Common Sense, Finding Truth in a Post-Truth World. And uh, that's that's common sense. It's only common sense that we talk to him after the break. Stick around. Confusing, tedious, worse than a math test. That's how most Americans describe shopping for health insurance. Yep open enrollment is here again. You have until December 15th to choose something very expensive that you hope to never use. And if that makes you want to stick a red-hot poker in your eye, call Marley Financial. Marley has every plan available in the tri-state, but they also offer some of the most innovative solutions to tackle the high cost of health care. Heard of first-dollar benefits, the most expensive part of a health plan? They're great if you visit the doctor a lot or take medications, but if you're healthy, why pay it? A catastrophic plan through Marley may be all you need. Or how about a high deductible plan you can pair with a supercharged HSA. Not all plans qualify, but Marley's do, offering double benefits to cut your out-of-pocket costs in half. Call Marley Financial today at 724-884-1496 for a custom-designed health plan with the coverage you need at a price that's right for you. 724-884-1496 or at MarleyFG.com. The day after Thanksgiving feeds your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together for the
0: third year to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack over one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 29th at the Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m we think will break last year's record. We know it will be a lot of fun. To register for the event or make a donation, go to AmenToAction.org.
3: Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Not only do we have great grills, but also the best hot patio heaters. We are the nationwide distributor for Bromic radiant patio heaters, the very best patio heater that you can get. The Bromic heaters use the same radiant burner technology as our Solar infrared grills, so they heat up fast and keep you warm so you can enjoy your backyard grill and outdoor living spaces into the night and all year round. Broma heaters have stylish contemporary designs that fit perfectly in backyard and restaurant patios. We have gas and electric models to suit most installation needs and a portable gas heater that directs the heat where you want it not the bushes and walls like the mushroom heaters. For top quality performance and aesthetics, you want bromic radiant patio heaters and Solaire infrared grills. Learn about these amazing grills and heaters at besthotgrill.com. That's besthotgrill.com, besthotgrill.com. Do you
4: want to get rid of your expensive landline, save money but keep your important home telephone number? then OurOldNumber.com has the perfect solution. OurOldNumber.com allows you to keep your home phone number and cancel that expensive landline connection. With OurOldNumber.com, calls from family and friends to your home phone number are answered by a personal greeting from you. The caller selects which family member they want to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded to that family member's cell phone. Your important home phone number is still your number. It's still in directory assistance, and no matter where you happen to be, you'll never miss a call. There's no equipment to buy, there's nothing to install, there are no long-term contracts, and it's only $9.99 per month. Best of all, OurOldNumber.com eliminates those annoying sales calls. Now, your home telephone number can be as mobile as you and your family are with OurOldNumber.com. Visit OurOldNumber.com. To learn more and get started today OurOldNumber.com Needles and shots are one of the biggest fears in dentistry In most cases we have been able to completely eliminate that discomfort Stock Family Dentistry on
1: Perry Highway in Wexford is
4: where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care The wand is pretty magical, the way that it can deliver the anesthetic without any sort of a pinch. Most patients don't even realize that I'm giving an injection. I've had a few patients say, "Well, when are you going to give me the shot, and I've already done it.
1: Visit StockFamilyDentistry.com. You're listening to the
0: John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer.
1: So uh,
2: how's that impeachment going? Has uh, any new ground been broken yet? I tried to watch a little bit of it today. Uh, I'm sorry, it's just too annoying. So predictable. uh, And he said, she said, which, you know, doesn't seem to be quite what the founders had in mind when they established the rules for impeachment. Uh, Robert Curry is the author of several books, including Common Sense Nation, Unlocking the Forgotten Power of the American Idea. Uh, He wrote a piece for the Federalists recently with the headline, How to Misunderstand and Misrepresent the Founders. Uh, Robert joins us now. Thanks for being here, Robert.
5: Thanks for having me back.
2: So uh, before we get to the theme of your piece, uh, I'm just wondering what you think that the founders would think about what's been going on in Washington this week.
5: Oh boy. Well, this is the kind of thing that 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 they feared, I think. Um, you know what what their idea was is we were going to have government by for and of the people. But what we're seeing in Washington these days is government by for and of the bureaucrats. And they're really kind of open about it, aren't they? I mean, they're they they've got an impeachment. they've weaponized the mechanism of of impeachment to go after a um, an elected president. For daring to dis, daring to disagree with the the swamp dwellers of the deep state,
2: yeah, and they and also um, daring to fire people who he finds to be disloyal, people who are supposed <laughs> to be working for him, uh, like ambassadors, and uh, you know not necessarily firing them, but calling them back, and uh, I guess it is firing them. But you know wh- why are people surprised when a president doesn't want to have someone working for him who Openly dislikes him.
5: Well, what's what's been going on, and it's been going on. It's been this has been coming for a long time. I mean, is that is that the is that um, the deep state operates more and more independently of who we elect? They've they've really replaced um, the government. Um, you know, the, the, the limited government of the founders with a new government where we have rulers. I mean, the progressive left has been at work on this a long time. You know, Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson was the first American president who quite openly and, and validly rejected the ideas of the Declaration and the Constitution. And his plan, was, his idea was that we need to, to um, have government by experts, people who are, mm-hmm. who are trained in government. And, and smarter who are, than know us. What they're doing. Or, people who are smarter than us, than us yeah. That's exactly right. So that was the plan, and the progressives have been working on it for over 100 years, and we've got it now. Because uh, these, these, uh, these swamp dwellers, um, uh, you know, certain that they're smarter than Trump, uh, re- reject his decisions and his actions and, and are acting against them. Leaking to the press and then having their friends in the press you know, turn that into a scandal, and then having their friends in the intelligence community turn that into a, you know a crime. I mean this is uh this is a
2: uh this is a coup. Mm-hmm. So uh has Trump with all his flaws and his tweets and his um behavior and maybe his unpresidentialness um because of what has as he regardless uh, do you think um uh, historically he's going to turn out to be a good thing because he may have uh shined the light on what you're talking about—that that, that uh, he did drain the swamp and he brought attention to the swamp—he may not be perfect, but he's said this needed to be done. The light needed to be shown.
5: It's the most dramatic thing about his presidency, isn't it? I mean, there's so yeah. many things that he's done, but what he's done is he's exposed the fact that there's this deep state and deep and, a, and a, um, an ongoing um, conspiracy uh, with the with the press. I mean. Uh, this is just the flip. You know what? What the the press's hysterical uh, rejection of Trump is just the flip side of the press's uh, slobbering love affair with uh, Obama. It was clear during the Obama years that the press and the deep state were completely complicit with him. Uh, but you know. It was easy not to notice because everything was, you know, everybody in in that world was happy. Mm -hmm. But now the situation is revealed because the very same people with the same attitude are are turning their guns on Trump and and we and anybody who's willing to look and see, oh my goodness, we we've got a a, a governing elite that doesn't believe in the American idea of government by by of the people. It's an amazing it's an amazing revelation.
4: Yep, and
2: uh, he's going to he should be given credit for revealing it. Uh, yes. starting with the day he <laughs> appla- he announced his candidacy, when he talked ab- <laughs> talked about the swamp,
5: he's a master of uh, of bringing these things out, isn't he? And yeah. and, he's, uh, <clears throat> and having driven them so crazy, they're, they're they're revealing themselves. I think to an extent that they um, that ha- the credit for that has to go to Trump, you know.
2: So uh, you wrote the piece. So we're talking to Robert Curry, uh, and he wrote the piece for the Federalists. And uh, Robert, your headline was. Uh, is uh how to re- misunderstand and misrepresent the founders um so uh, how is it we go about misunderstanding and misrepresenting them
5: well it's it's um what's the you know that same the same people who've been working in to change the government into uh a government not of the people have been working in academia to completely um obscure the founders idea. The, the the last time I was on, we talked about how remarkably forgotten the founders' ideas are, uh, and not just and and people who believe that even that they're standing up for the founders do so in terms that would surprise the founders. They didn't think like that. The the forgetting. I mean, there's a the founders' ideas are on the other other side of the horizon, and and almost completely forgotten. The My book, Common Sense Nation, dug out the role of common sense in the founding. It turns out common sense is the key idea. And, uh, boy, it—it it, common sense is the most important topic in America that is so little discussed.
2: And that's it's interesting really... because... Uh... Thomas Paine's pamphlet, yes, that uh, pretty uh, really had a tremendous influence on the on the colonists and uh, moved the revolution along. It was yes. called Common Sense. Why? What, what's the, what's the significance of him choosing that title for that pamphlet?
5: Thank you for asking that question. But at the, what we forget is at the time of when Thomas Paine wrote that book, human beings were ruled by monarchs the world over czars and kings and emperors and all that sort of thing. And everybody, the common, it, consensus was people need kings and I mean, people need monarchs to be ruled because they couldn't rule themselves. The con, the, Tom Paine made the case that we rule our personalized by common sense and, and we therefore are capable of ruling ourselves politically. He won that argument. He wrote, he, his book was published earlier in 1776 than the Declaration. The Declaration took exactly that line, that is the line of the founders, that that the, the human beings were capable of self-rule by common sense. That was the American experiment. And it worked fantastically. America is the greatest success story in the history of nations. And in fact, our success delegitimized monarchy around the world. I mean, you know, um, there are no real monarchs anymore, except in primitive places like Saudi Arabia, and and even the evil places like North Korea and um, and Saddam's Iraq call themselves republics. Of course, they aren't republics, but it's that it, they don't call themselves monarchy. That's a discredited idea, completely discredited by the success of the American experiment, and so much of the credit for that goes to the founders and to that great argument put forward in the book Common Sense. By the way, that's how come common sense is in the titles of both my recent books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, paying much, homage to him.
2: how much of what is being proposed by uh, you know, the proponents of big government, mostly Democrats, uh, on the campaign trail, Medicare for All, free college, all that stuff, is only possible by ignoring common sense?
5: Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's why there's an attack on common sense. the, the um, if, if the progressives are going to succeed in their project of replacing rule by the people with rule by the bureaucrats, the most important thing they can do is shake the American people's confidence in their common sense and discredit the idea of moral common sense. That's why you have all these crazy things like, I mean, you and I grew up knowing that human beings are male or female. Mm-hmm. Now the experts in government tell us no. There's thirty or sixty or 120 self-selected gender identities. The simple, common sense reality of boys and girls
2: organized. You know, classes, that's common sense. Games. Right? What's more common, common sense than that?
5: Yeah, it's basic common sense, isn't it? And and the basic common sense of a, of a country is you've got to control your borders. Mm-hmm. So so the attack on and saying we don't need borders, open borders, borders are bad, walls are bad, we don't <laughs> need borders. That's an attack. Not just on the country, but on common sense itself, if we can confuse the people enough that they lose their confidence in their ability to be the sovereigns of the nation, then we, the progressive left will have really won.
2: I always wonder though uh, Robert when these when these people go against common sense uh-huh. i I mean it's, I guess it's impossible to really um, know for sure what their motivation is. Or how sincere they are? Uh, is it possible to be that anti-common sense and still be sincere and uh, sincere and think you're you're doing the right thing and that people should listen to you because you know what's best for them? Hmm. What a wonderful question.
5: Well, I think that I think the people I think you know you take what's happened is that they've been young people have been taught in the universities that there's no such thing as common sense mm-hmm. and there's actually no such thing as truth. So. I think that they they may believe, they may actually believe it, but, you know, they only believe it in selected areas. Okay, so, you know, the common sense reality of boys and girls, that's out the window. But people <laughs> still look left and right when they pull out into traffic, and they don't step off their roof, you know, without... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, without having a ladder there, right. so so the commons, the the places where they abandon common sense are very special, narrow areas, politically su- selected and politically promoted for a political agenda. Yeah, borders, right, gender, all that stuff has a purpose. It's not they aren't giving up on common sense of uh, you know coming out of the rain.
2: So, but but is it a is it a a plot. I mean, do these people get in, yes. a, in a room and say, "Here's what we got to yes. do. We got to we got to uh, create confusion about what a man and a woman is." That's a. Yeah, they know what they're doing.
5: Yeah, they know what they're doing. It's not some kind of a mistake. It's a. It's a politically. It's a political agenda. You see, if you you you. Let's say you have a. Um, you're some kind of a. You know, some you have a. You're a school or you have a business, and you provide a, a bathroom for a male and a female. And, and uh, you know, males and females. So now you've got 31 extra or 110 extra genders. What are you supposed to do with those people? Are you supposed to let a guy who comes in and says, you know, I'm a woman, I, I identify as a woman, I should use that bathroom? I mean, in in Alaska recently, a guy showed up uh, in a nightgown, big burly guy apparently in a nightgown, declaring that he, was a, he identified as a woman and demanded to be admitted into an, a woman's shelter. And when the people there rationally turned them away, they got sued by the city's human rights department. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. See, so what what that means is, if you do this, what you're doing is you're breaking down the ability of people to participate in, in their in ruling their own lives, and therefore disempowering them to rule as sovereign people that the founders uh, intended them to be. Well. Oh yeah, it's on purpose.
2: The title of, of one of your books is uh Reclaiming Common Sense Finding Truth in a Post-Truth World. When did the uh post-truth world arrive?
5: <laughs> well, officially it was 2016. Oh, really? Um, yeah, officially. I mean, it's been they've been working on it for a while because they've got to if the progressives are going to win, they've got to they've got to break down the idea of truth because if there's there's truth, then there's then there's um uh, then there's, there's untruth, and it's better to be able to just operate in a world in which there's neither truth or untruth. Mm-hmm. But in 2016, the Oxford Dictionaries selected post-truth as the word of the year. So 2016 was the official notification that you and I no longer live in a world where there's true and false. We now live in a post-truth world.
2: Wow. I, I, I spent a lot of time on this show talking about the stupidity that's uh, going on on college campuses, um, some, much of that is the rewriting of history, uh, the destruction of or removing of statues, murals, paintings. Um, how much of is the rewriting of history a part of this plot?
5: It's all right at the core of it. I mean, and it's not just stupidity, it's evil, actually. I mean, here, the, what's taken over at the universities is something called postmodernism, that's It's a you know, who knows what the heck postmodernism is. Well, it's pretty simple to explain it in a way. Postmodernism is a philosophy that says, that rejects the truth. It makes the claim kind of a funny claim that claims about truth or falsity are meaningless. It makes no sense to make such claims. So given that these people actually believe there's no saying it's truth, they're free to rewrite history, to, um, to teach whatever... Uh, what they want and what they do teach is uh, you know political indoctrination you know perfect example is that a o c person she yeah. graduated what from boston more... university she you no know, she she i you know she i think that 's not the problem she 's been she 's been propagandized mm-hmm. she graduated from boston University cum laude in economics and international relations now <laughs> What she knows about, I mean, she doesn't know anything about real economics. Well, and she has that, no grasp
2: of that makes international her, that relations. Make, that makes her a walking advertisement for grade inflation.
5: Right. Yeah. Cum Laude. And she doesn't know anything about either one of those things. No. What that means, though, is that Boston University is not Boston University. <laughs> not that long ago, it was a good school. Right, a friend of mine was a was a professor emeritus there, and he's a brilliant man. It's now possible. It's, now, it's no longer a place where you get an education. It's a place where you get an indoctrination, and that's not just limited to that school. That's what's happened across the country. It happened to my school, and it happened to yours, too.
2: Hey, Robert, I'm out of time, um, but uh, I, people can find you by just, the best way be Google the word common sense and Robert Curry, C-U-R-R-Y. I think you'll find a lot of common sense. Thanks, Robert. I'm out of time. Appreciate you being here again. Great to have you. Great to be back. Thank All right, you. Thank you. We'll be right back.
3: With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. The second day of House Intelligence Committee hearings concluded, but not without some fireworks between Chairman Adam Schiff and Ohio Republican Jim Jordan, who was trying to clarify a question for former ambassador to Ukraine, Marie Yovanovitch. I have indulged you with extra time, but I appreciate I, it. indulgence is wearing out. I appreciate it. Uh, there is a question. <laughs> our, right?
6: our indulgence wore out with you a long time ago, Mr. Chairman. You know, I had, I'll tell I, you that. I'm about to gavel you down, so if you have a question, well, I suggest you... you I'm asking to... her, is, is, do you think there's maybe a reason that, this was, that, that, that President Trump's concern was justified?
3: Meanwhile, President Trump launched
6: fireworks of his own with tweets earlier in the day critical of Ms. Yovanovitch. At a post-hearing press conference, New York Republican Elise Stefanik says on a scale of importance, the tweets don't measure up as a constitutional issue. Earlier in the day, the White House released a rough transcript of the president's first call to Ukraine's president. SRN News. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Most people
0: in today's economy are taking a roller coaster ride with their investments. With Vantage Point software, you can remove that dynamic from your investment strategy once and for all. Vantage Point has spent the last three decades perfecting an artificial intelligence process that you can put to use today to take advantage of market fluctuations and make money no matter which way the market moves. Vantage Point software analyzes massive quantities of data all around the world in seconds so you get the information you need to make the right decisions to optimize your profits vantage point is making its exclusive market forecast process available to you for free when you text money to 411411 that's m-o-n-e-y to 411411 we'll send you a link to your free market forecast so you take back control of your financial future text money to 411411 go to
6: vantagepointsoftware.com for terms conditions and privacy policy
0: Dr. Sebastian Gorka doesn't understand the latest criticism of the president. After 18 years of war, 18 years, the president is being pilloried for not wanting to go to war with Turkey. Just internalize that for a second. After a generation of war, the elite wants us to get into another war. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The answer. Hey, Pittsburgh. This is Tun Chilkin for my good friends at Calusi Chevrolet. All month long, the team at Calusi is having a Black Friday sales event. So right now, you can qualify for 20% off select 2019 Silverado Crew Cab or Double Cab Pickups or 0% APR financing for up to 72 months plus up to $2,500 in down payment assistance. Check them out at Calusi.com. Find new roads at Calusi Chevrolet. Hi, this is Tun Chilkin on behalf of Light of Life Rescue Mission. Thanksgiving has great meaning for the entire team at the mission and it reaches far beyond a few football games and eating too much turkey. We're thankful for you, the caring Pittsburgh community and the generous ways you continue to reach out and help us touch the lives of those in need. Today, I'm asking you to join our team to help us share the priceless gift of hope by visiting lightoflife.org and donating generously today.
3: This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy & Hagerman. You don't want the government deciding what happens to your estate or how much they will take. At Abernethy & Hagerman, estate administration is the heart and soul of our practice. We have the experience to help not only plan, but administer your estate properly. To protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure that your inheritance gets to the ones you love. Decide for yourself. Abernethy and Hagerman. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spirate, 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years' experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at dennisspira.com. Stuck in traffic?
0: We've got the answer.
1: Parkway North heavy from Mount Nebo Road up to 79. The 79 just had an accident cleared on the northbound side, but still lots of delays. Mount Nebo Road up to approaching Warrendale Bain Road. Got delays on the Parkway West. Inbound very heavy. 79 to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound Parkway Center Drive to Carnegie. Parkway East, that's following along outbound Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood-Swissvale. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM
0: 1250, the answer, weather.
1: Turning out partly cloudy for tonight, it'll be another cold night, low 24. Tomorrow, becoming mostly sunny. Highs right around 40 degrees for tomorrow night. Clear and cold, low 22. And for Sunday, we'll see a good deal of sunshine to round out the weekend. It will be a little bit warmer for the afternoon hours with a high Sunday of 45 degrees. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle.
2: The John
0: Steigerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer.
2: The more I see of uh, what goes on in Washington and who's responsible for what's going on down there and in the country, the more I wonder why anybody would want those people to have any more power over them. They should have less, but uh, or have more to do with their daily lives. But the people who want to control you the most seem to hate the idea of the United States of America the most, and they hate the Electoral College. Trent England is the director of SaveOurStates.com. He's trying to save the Electoral College, and he joins us now. Trent, thanks for being here. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on the show. So you have uh, been known to testify against the uh, national popular vote movement in state legislatures, I understand. What what kind of uh, reception—first of all, how long have you been doing that, and what kind of reception have you been getting?
6: I've been doing that for 11 years, and, uh, you know— it it really varies by state. I mean, some legislatures you find uh, people really understand that we should keep the power in the states, right? This is important, but other places there are, uh, especially in just the last couple of years, there are a lot more state legislators who are cut from the same cloth as somebody like Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who really don't respect middle America, they don't respect people who live in rural and small town areas, They want to centralize power, like you were saying, in Washington, D.C., specifically, you know, not not because they want to make things more efficient or whatever. We've heard that kind of talk in the past. They want to centralize power in Washington, D.C. because they want to ram their ideas down the throats of their fellow Americans. I mean, they're pretty clear about this. And part of doing that is abolishing the Electoral College. Elizabeth Warren has actually been open about that. She says, you know, we've got to get rid of the Electoral College so we can have national voting. And force states to have, you know, loose voting requirements and not check photo ID and not check for citizenship and and fulfill this laundry list of the left, uh, you know, they're not they're not happy with just doing those things in places like California. They want to come to your backyard and do it
2: to you, too. Well, you would think that people who are um, inclined to get into government, um, many of them, if not most, are interested in they, they like the idea of having power and being the decision makers, you would think that, that people who are in state government would want their states, they would want their, their job to be more important and to have more uh, influence. And so, therefore, they would be more interested in having the states have the power. When did they decide that it, in so many states that it would be a good idea to give up the power that they got elected to, to, uh, to, um, to have?
6: Well, I think that you know this is really leftist ideology, right? Is that if, if you if you want to do something, right, you, you're going to try to do it to as many people as possible. So this whole idea of federalism, this whole idea of live and let live, you know, let let New Hampshire do things one way and Vermont do things another way, right? That that is that doesn't make any sense to them, right? That's just not how they think, and so you find, you know, I, I do find some. Uh, some older Democrats who really aren't, you know, aren't so much on the left. Who are, as you describe, right? They they want they want to do things in their state. They may be, uh, you know, they may be ha- have some leftist policy ideas, uh, but but they're respectful of their fellow Americans. They're okay with other people doing things a different way in a different state. Uh, but more and more, you find that a lot of a lot of these even state level politicians. They they are fine with pushing the power up to Washington D C. That doesn't really bother them at all, and you know, frankly, a lot of them uh, they, they have visions of eventually making it to Washington D C. one day anyway. Right. So they anticipate, yeah, you know, they, they want to exercise that power when they get there.
2: Yeah, and and uh, we're talking to Trent England. He's the director of SaveOurStates.com. Uh, how popular is the national popular vote movement? I mean, and, and I mean, it's actually a movement now, right?
6: Oh, yeah, no so after Al Gore lost in two thousand, a couple of leftist law professors came up with this idea. You know what if we get what if we get states to ignore how their own people vote and instead give away their electoral votes based on the national popular vote right so this this is an idea it's so dumb James Madison never thought about it because james <laughs> madison he he gave state legislatures flexibility to decide how to award their state's electors, right? So this flexibility is in the Constitution. It's been used to represent states in lots of different ways, right? Maine and Nebraska uh, do it by congressional district. Every other state now does it statewide. But states have, have done different things in the past, but they have never, ever tried to ignore their own voters until today. And now we have this national popular vote interstate compact which, as you say, is a major campaign backed with tens of millions of dollars. And uh, they have been going around the country lobbying states to join this compact. And if they can get enough states to join that they control a majority in the electoral college, which is 270 electoral votes, if they get there, then the National Popular Vote Compact takes effect and would control presidential elections. It would it would hijack the electoral college, and they need 270 electoral votes. They are already at 196 electoral votes. Uh, now the good news about that is, yes, how popular it was. You know, they've been doing this through the legislature. They take they take state politicians on these fancy, swanky trips to places like Hawaii, and they wind them and dine them and convince them to pass this. Um, but uh, and they and they claim, oh, you know, you, Americans think this is a good idea. Well, when they jammed this through earlier this year in Colorado, the people of Colorado were so outraged. They gathered signatures, and they have a process there where if you gather enough signatures, you can force the the, uh, the piece of legislation to go to the ballot for a repeal vote. And so Colorado next year, a little less than a year from now, is going to vote on whether to repeal national popular vote. And right now, it looks like they probably will because it is not a popular idea. And you know what? The, the information we just got uh, just a few days ago, the money raised for this national popular vote campaign in Colorado uh, to, to support this, this compact, 98% of all the money raised comes from California, and pretty much all of that comes from San Francisco. So that gives you an idea of the politics and the political reality here, right? This is, this is a power grab by the big cities, by, by people in places like California to try to steal really the electoral votes from places like Colorado. And uh, the people are starting to rise up and that's what we do at SaveOurStates.com dot com. Is we we educate people about this and work with state legislators, work with citizens, activists to make the case for our constitutional electoral college system.
2: Yeah, and uh, those people in California they they're they're saving those rubes uh, in Colorado from them <laughs> from their own stupidity, where that they, they the people in California they they just they can't understand. Why the people in Colorado don't understand that they're so much smarter than they are? It's just, you know, you you guys, this we'll, we'll handle this, uh, we'll 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 elect the president, and uh, you know, don't worry about it. You guys are in Colorado. What could you know about anything? That's pretty much the yeah, attitude. Yeah,
6: no, that's that. I mean, that definitely is the attitude, right? I mean, we've heard. You know, we've heard Barack Obama in his unguarded moment talking about these people who cling to right. uh, to, to their guns and religion. You know, we've seen AOC on Twitter uh, driving driving through Middle America, and making fun of places that aren't packed with people, right? And and yet we you know we see these we see these places like San Francisco where they they can't even get people to go to the bathroom in a toilet. No, right? Why why would we hand over more political power to them?
2: I don't get it. And that you know. Uh, AOC comes from a rat a city that's turned into a rat hole and you know and she wants it. she's she doesn't like small town America and uh she lives where she she's in Queens or the Bronx I forget Queens I forget I, where yeah,
6: she's I at. she is I think I think she's in Queens I'm not sure um but, I, don't, I don't know my New York geography I know my Oklahoma geography yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Well well so it was the 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 the, the 2000 election that jump started this movement I mean was there much Debate going on about it before then, before Gore uh, Bush.
6: No, it it all came up after after Bush and Gore, and you know these two liberal law professors cooked this idea up. Of course, liberal law professors have lots of bad ideas, so mm-hmm. it wouldn't have gone anywhere. But this this Californian named John Coza, who is a gambling magnate, uh, he, he invented the scratch-off lottery ticket. Wow. And so John Koza, I mean, he's like the George Soros that you've never heard of, right? Mm-hmm. This, this guy has huge amounts of money. He's a big supporter of Nancy Pelosi's. Bernie Sanders was a big supporter of Al Gore's. And so after 2000, he was mad. He found these law professors and their idea and plowed his money into this campaign to hijack the Electoral College. And uh, and he has been doing this you know, ever since they launched in 2006. And, uh, you know, picking off state after state. And unfortunately, after 2016, they, they, uh, all of a sudden got all this energy behind them and they added several states and now they're up to, to, uh, you know, almost three quarters of the electoral votes they need to make this happen. So it is, it, it really is an existential threat to our political system and and you know it, it's like a missile aimed at middle america right mm-hmm. I mean, this would shut out middle america from presidential politics forever if they got if they ever get this done
2: and when i see this uh, and we're talking to trent england he's the uh, director of save dot com he's a crusader to uh, maintain the electoral college um When I see people who seem to think it's a good idea, or not so much seem to think it's a good idea to get rid of it, don't understand why it exists in the first place, the Electoral College, I get the feeling that these people actually uh, walk around thinking that there was this federal government one day that decided, you know what would be a good idea? Let's break the country up into 50 states. And they don't understand (laughs) that it was, you know, a group of small countries that's what those those the founders used to refer to you can see quotes from people like patrick henry referring to virginia as his country uh and that's how they viewed the states and that the, the people have actually lost sight of the fact that the states came first and the states said you know what okay we'll have this federal government but this is the way it's going to work and we're going to tell the federal government what it's going to do that not the other way around that, that that's a concept that just doesn't even exist anymore
6: no, that's that's right. I mean, we have we have lost our appreciation for our history, and also for just keeping keeping power closer to the people. You know, I mean, I I grew up on the west coast, out in Seattle, and it, it's so crazy out there. You have all these people who you know they want to eat all this farm fresh food, right? They, you know, I would ask them, why do you want all of your food grown within three miles of your house, but you want all your political decisions made three thousand miles away? Right. I mean, it is so much better to have a political system that allows Pennsylvanians to be Pennsylvanians and Marylanders to be Marylanders and doesn't force us all to to turn everything into a national political fight. Uh, And that, you know, the founders worked that out because they had these existing states. I mean, as you say, right, each of the colonies was its own independent unit that was not responsible to any of the other colonies. It was responsible to London. And when they declared independence, they separated themselves from London, and they became independent. And, and then they set about the business of figuring out what kind of a union they were going to have. But It was a union because they were all independent. And they never would have agreed to a constitution that did not respect the states of states and respect the diversity of people in the states. And I I just I think it's so crazy today that people on the left throw around the the word diversity, but they really don't respect the, the parts of our constitutional system that we're all about protecting our diversity, our diversity as people who live in all these different states and and you know it's a, it's a system that's supposed to let us live our lives the way we want to and govern ourselves the way we want to without washington d c jamming every you know every new idea down all of our throats.
2: you know one thing I notice about these people who don't like the idea of the electoral college. They don't seem to like the idea of gun laws that are uniform for every state. They want people have to figure out what to do with their guns when they cross a state border. They don't want uh, uniformity in situations like that.
6: Well, it's always selective, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, they 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 want state power in you know California right now. Suddenly, is all about state power because they want to resist the Trump administration. Uh, but you know, as as soon as they get uh, somebody that they like more in the White House, then they'll be all about uh, states losing all of their power right. uh, to to Washington D.C. So yeah, I mean it's you know they're they are very selective when they talk about you know s- state political power on the left, unfortunately. And I, I think you know this is where conservatives have have you know have done a much better job of respecting the fact that you know look if if Vermont. You know, a few years ago, Vermont decided they were going to have a single-payer health care plan, right? Mm-hmm. They were going to they were going to go for full-on Bernie care, and uh, and they actually elected a governor based on that platform, and they were going down that road, and you know, nobody was going to stop them, right? Conservatives in other states weren't going to stop Vermont from doing this. Of course, in the end. The governor of Vermont had to hold a press conference and say, there's not enough money <laughs> in the whole state of Vermont to make this work and, and drop the whole thing. But look, at, that's where, you know, we, we get to learn these things, right? We get to yeah. think, Well, hopefully, hopefully we'll learn the lesson from Vermont.
2: <laughs> F- yeah, 50 different laboratories, you know. I, um, I'm, I'm out of time, Trent, but uh, the, the website is uh, SaveOurStates.com and keep up the good work.
6: Thanks so much. Glad to be here.
2: Thank I, you. I appreciate it. And we'll be right back. siding gutters and downspouts doors and of course Windows if damage isn't your issue and you just want something new you'll love their no pressure approach no hidden fees and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry a company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty visit windowsrs mention stag for an additional 10% off Windows R us proud sponsor of the Jerk of the week heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald show windows us pittsburgh.com.
5: We're living in a very successful, affluent society for many people. Yet, it's also
4: true that there are people that are being left out of that. And how do we reach those people? Jarrell Gilliam, Executive Director at Light of Life Rescue Mission on Pittsburgh's North Side. So part of what Light of Life does is that we help them in our education and employment program to connect
5: with workforce development, to look at the skill gap that exists. And so we're partnering with places like the community college. We're taking our clients, once they are clear and they're ready to move on, now they can actually get credentialed in an area where they can be hired to work with uh, UPMC or Google or, or Amazon or these other places. And so it provides an on-ramp for those who are left out to get back involved in society.
4: Help someone else find their comeback story. To become a monthly partner or make a one-time gift, visit lightoflife.org give today.
3: lightoflife.org give when you're searching for a new mattress, you may be faced with a choice between a traditional inner spring or memory foam, but you don't have to choose. You can get the active support of a high-quality inner spring with the comfort of memory foam and the new hybrid mattresses from the Original Mattress Factory. With two hand-built hybrid models to choose from, you can expect the latest in sleep innovation at the same high-quality and factory-direct pricing you've come to expect from the Original Mattress Factory. Visit OriginalMattress.com
1: to learn more. If you're shopping for a mattress, you might find that you're paying a lot more for free. Mattress retailers use free delivery, free frames, and free box springs to close the deal. What they don't tell you is that the price of those freebies is already built into the price of the mattress. What if you don't need a frame or delivery? Too bad, you're paying for it anyway. At the Original Mattress Factory, we don't make you pay more for free. You'll only pay for what you need. That's the Original Mattress Factory difference. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. Hey, Code 3388. Enjoy. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250.
2: The Answer. So we have a couple of minutes left for this week. Uh, And it's impeachment week, I guess. Uh, We could call it that. I guess it's going to keep going on next week. Um, But uh, here's an interesting thing. It doesn't surprise me one bit. Uh, According to this focus group, it finds that average Americans don't even know or care What a is about. Does that surprise anybody? Doesn't surprise me. And they took these, uh, they they had these focus groups, uh, a group called uh, America First Policies, AFP. 18 focus groups over the past two months in Charlotte, Columbus, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Detroit, Des Moines, Orlando, Phoenix, and Miami. And when the people came in for the focus group uh, meeting and, you know, the, the little interviews, they did not know they were going to be talking about politics. And most of them said they don't care about what's going on. They think it's stupid that the Democrats aren't doing it right, that it's not fair. And why would that surprise anybody? The people in Washington, including the media, on both sides, they, they think that the average person is walking around every day worrying about impeachment. And that's one of the reasons why I try not to get into my – I don't get into the X's and O's about sports because I know that's not the kind of show this is. But I also try not to get too far into the X's and O's about what's happening in Washington every day. And to hear one side, you know what they're going to say, you know what the other side, what its response is going to be. And it's just – it's boring, it's annoying, and it's not going anywhere, and, you know, let me know when it's over. So – but most – I'm glad to hear that most people don't care. And they want to know, you know, let me know when you're finished and where we're going. Shut up or impeach him or shut up. So that's the way it is. And I'm I'm glad to to see that that's the case right now. One other last thing. I only have about 30 seconds left. Uh, I just want to announce that I am holding a tryout tomorrow. All NFL teams are invited. Uh, I will, uh, if you can contact me, I'll tell you what field I'll be at, and I will be uh, performing for whichever NFL team is looking for a a really old quarterback uh, who hasn't played in a long time. And thanks to Aaron Byrne for another excellent week of producing. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to Yins on Monday.
0: The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.